Bless, bless, bless. Thank you for tuning in to WWCU. My name is Lyndon Jones, and today we are doing a public affairs program with a great program called Vecinos. I'm here with Jose. Hello, guys. My name is Jose Ruano. I am a senior at Western Carolina University. Um, I am a double major in biology and Spanish, and soon I will be starting my internship with Vecinos. Well, congratulations. Can you tell us what is Vecinos? Awesome. So Vecinos is a nonprofit healthcare organization. Um, which serves and advocates for farm workers in Western North Carolina. Um, Basically, the objective or the purpose for Vecinos is to improve the wellness of farm workers and their families with health care, education, community partnerships, and advocacy. But that being said, agricultural work is one of the most dangerous jobs in the country, and workers face many barriers when it comes to accessing care. Therefore, Vecinos aims to break down the health care barriers by bringing services directly to the workers. Why do you think there is that blockade? I've done a lot of research with, um, with regarding farm workers, and from what I've learned is that the majority of farm workers are Hispanic. And with that being said, most Hispanics in that career field can't speak the English language. Latinos are the, the largest minority population in the United States and comprise the majority of the 25 million people in the United States with limited English proficiency. Um, so when a patient who is Latino tries to access any type of health care. Most health care providers don't have bilingual services, which also causes that health barrier where they don't have that one-on-one communication with doctor and patient. Um, that could lead to a lot of errors within healthcare. care. does offer a lot of um, services, actually. So they offer mobile clinic for migrant farm workers. Um, they have this outreach program where Vecinos and the staff goes to the farm workers and gives them services at home. Um, They also have a traditional clinic for seasonal farm workers and other patients. Um, I've learned that they also have a mental health program. They do a food bank. They do closed closet with Kolowee Baptist Church, Um, a Mm -hmm. children's Christmas program for um, the farm workers' children and families who are registered with vecinos, and a wellness group. So they offer a lot of different things, which is really awesome. And I really love and appreciate because we do live in a region where There's a lot of Hispanics, but most of the Hispanics that I've encountered don't speak English. So these services are really awesome for them where they can help with linguistical and translation interpretation issues. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe how big Vecinos is as a program in this area. Like Western North Carolina, you wouldn't think is a place where farm workers need this much, you know, attention. Right. Um, Which is why I really was excited and look forward to working with Vecinos because this just helps me expand community outreach, which is really awesome, in my opinion, volunteering and helping other communities, not only my community at home is really helpful. So I, I really interested in helping Western North Carolina as well. It's just an awesome opportunity. And I'm looking forward to helping as much people as I can. Would you say that this group in particular was affected by Coronavirus more or less than anyone else? So I've done my research And from what I've understood and read, um, they are classified as essential workers. Like Mm -hmm. I said earlier, most of the farm workers are um, Hispanic. And with that being said, some would be considered illegal. Most of them don't have access to health care or a doctor. So it's kind of just sad in a way because they can't automatically go out and seek help if, let's say, they were to get exposed with COVID-19. Um, so 
so I really appreciate how vecinos will reach out to the farm workers and help those in need rather than those farm workers living in fear and not going out to receive the treatment that they do deserve. Right. They're just as much a part of this. And if anything, like you said, they are an essential worker. They're serving us and, and we're not serving them. Exactly. So I, it's just kind of really sad that they kind of don't have a say in this. You know, they can't really, they need, they need, you know, the money for food. And if they do, if they do get sick, it's just kind of like, oh, well, sorry. And no way, no human should ever have to live in that way. Um, it's just hard times um, politically and economically. So we just have to kind of like help those and reach out to those who need help. Well, if someone is interested in being a volunteer with Vecinos, how might they go about that? So if anyone wants to volunteer with Vecinos, um, they do have a website online. It's called Vecinos Farm Worker Health Program. Um, they do have a contact page where you can contact Vecinos and just reach out to them via email or cell phone. Um, their phone number is 828-293-2274. They also have an email, um, which is info at vecinosinc.org. Um, the staff is really awesome. I haven't met them yet because of COVID-19, but I have had um, phone interviews and kept up through, via email. And the staff is just really awesome and they're willing to help. And it's a great organization. And I'd, I'd love for anyone to join. It's really awesome. On the flip side of that, if you are someone who doesn't have the best English skills or you're looking to access another service that Vecinos provides, how can we find out where they are, when they are, all that information? Um, you could always just call their office or via email. Um, I do believe we have people who are bilingual in the office and might speak the language, um, which is really helpful. And they can just reach out through them. As a intern, this means that you are bilingual? Correct. So what would you say your personal experience is with this? Growing up, um, I was kind of the in interpreter and translator for my family um, because they couldn't speak the language. Um, therefore, it kind of gave me like a sense of a sense of knowing how bad it can be for families who don't have that interpretation or translation. Um, growing up, I would attend medical appointments with my mom and the doctor would say, hey, your mom needs a pap smear. And I'd be like, how do I say pap smear in Spanish? You know, um, it was like that language right. barrier that was always there. So it was kind of just really hard growing up and realizing that not only my family struggles through this, others' families do too. So when I heard about this program, it kind of just made me think of back then when I would like translate for my mom and how these families could also be struggling with, you know, language barriers. So it just kind of wanted it helped me want to reach out and help out these communities who are also facing those issues. Absolutely. Well, thank you for doing it. I mean, it's not possible without people like you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I being bilingual is an awesome thing. So why not share it and help those who aren't able to speak both languages, you know? Yes. Well, is there anything we haven't talked about, about yourself, about COVID, about Vecinos that you would like to mention? Um, we should be aware of the situation of COVID-19 and be mindful and respectful of others. Um, we should keep our distance, stay six feet apart. And as aggravating as those masks are, we should continue to follow them. You know, we should continue this whole routine until things get better. Well, thank okay. you very much um, for being on WWCU. Uh, 
Oh, thank you so much, Lyndon. It was a pleasure speaking to you. You guys take care. Thank you.